0: Resistance, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics uh, and have a pass to match. Here's how we practice. The conversation Hey, everybody! Uh, this is Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliot and this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week, we're doing
1: the grassy junior high versus freaks and geeks.
0: And, uh, so Degrassi Junior High was, uh, from 87 to 89, um, and then, and then I guess they went to Degrassi High, which I assume was the same kids in high school, um, and, uh, Freaks and Geeks was, I think it was, uh, 99 it started, 99 to 2000, I think, um, I don't know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, that's right. Yeah, 99, that, 2000. Okay. Yeah, it I reminds that that gave me a flashback to our uh, Emmy nominations episode. I disowned that episode. I just want to say. we.
1: Uh, <laughs> Why we, is
0: that? We did no research. I think I got every single person wrong who I said had or had not won an Emmy before. <laughs> We're blundering through our, the category. It was our finest work. <laughs> well, I oh, I didn't say it wasn't. Oh. Okay. I I, th- I think I still think it is, but and and yet I I have to disown it. Also, we coughed a lot on that one. I don't know if you listened to it. I listened to it and we we coughed into the microphone a lot. Maybe it was just me, I couldn't tell. I often mistake our coughs.
1: Yeah, I I I have emulated your cough for years.
0: And you've become I, damn good at it, I have to thank say. Thank you.
1: Cuz that was the greatest thing about you when I first met you is what a marvelous cough that man has. And And then I got to know you
0: better. And you realize it's still the greatest thing about me. That
1: I wasn't going to say that, but,
0: Oh, well, I'll let you finish.
1: I forget what I was going to say.
0: Okay. It was, it was probably something similar. Um, yeah. So, uh, Degrassi, had you ever seen Degrassi junior high before?
1: I'd heard of it but I'd never watched an episode. I had no idea what it was like and it was nothing like I expected. Did had, did, had you watched it as a child?
0: Oh, hell no. I mean, I was, uh, I was 17 when it started. So it was, you know, there was not much chance of me watching that. Um, I was, do too you like busy. the show? Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a good question. It's, it's, uh, not quite as easy a question to answer as you would think. Because uh, I've watched more than one episode, like I, I've well, kept. So have I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, after this third season, uh, first episode, which is the the one we're talking about, um, I continued watching more of the third season stuff. Um, so I would say something about it compels me to watch it. I can
1: see that, but I think it's terrible.
0: It's, yeah, it's not the same as saying it's good. Well. If you had told me that this was like actually a junior high school production, like put on by the A V club and the drama department, I would believe you. The acting yeah. is horrible. Yeah. Almost almost a hundred percent of everybody is just terrible.
1: Well, um, brought to mind as a kid they had those after school specials and it was very similar to that with so preachy and the acting over the top. And uh, I was just shocked by that because in the past I'd heard people talk about the show as if it was one of the greatest things they ever watched as as a kid. And and I'm glad I didn't watch it as a kid because I wouldn't have liked it because I didn't like that kind of thing when I was – I never liked – when I was that age, I never liked shows about people my age. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. You you liked uh, watching shows about people in their 90s. Exactly. Big George Burns fan. Who isn't? Yeah. uh, Well, I, I mean, I think that's what struck a chord. With people, I mean, let's face it, kids in junior high are are probably not only the worst human beings on earth, um, but also pretty dumb and and uh, very self-involved. And I think you know that that probably a lot of kids that age related to it or were just happy to see their experiences at, uh and people their age portrayed on TV. That's the only. That's the only reason I can I can see for the uh, popularity of the show. Although, like I said, I, I've been watching, dude, and I'll I'll probably finish watching the series. Um,
1: I might watch it just because it is it, it's kind of out there. It's kind of camp. It's so bad. Just to
0: see what they do. Yeah, it's oh, it's you can definitely enjoy it on a on an ironic level or as as camp. Uh, one one thing that I think the greatest thing about the show is the, uh, the ending of every episode. They do a freeze frame that's always hilarious every single time. No matter No matter what the context, it's just it just cracks me up. Um, but well it's something about the show. I, a lot of the time on
1: television shows, there's one quirky kid who wears a fedora. In real life
0: I've never known a kid to wear a fedora. I don't
1: know what it is about people who write TV shows that they for some reason
0: they want Yeah, I don't get it. Well, especially TV shows in the 80s, there was always Oh, well, especially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. always. I some... Yeah. I
1: don't...
0: Nope. I don't know about now. Nope, me either. I mean, maybe maybe in real life all those kids got murdered because they were wearing a fedora One can only hope and pray. Nobody's going to put up with that in real life. Uh yeah, I mean, I've known uh, douchebag hipsters to wear fedoras, but that's that's a totally different thing. Um, yes, there, there is a fedora dude, Joey, I think that's his name. And
1: uh, we're only talking about one episode, but to, to get into things, I watched the first episode of the show. And this is the, I don't know, the third this, season, first episode. The That kid, Joey, really, he aged and it didn't look like it was a lot of time between the two episodes. It, it just, he jumped real
0: fast. Well, you know how you know how kids grow, man. I guess.
1: It's just the other kids didn't grow quite as quickly.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. They they were a little stunted. They're probably all uh smoking cigarettes, so Right, they that were man. going for the Gary Coleman. Yeah, yeah, they're on TV. You know, they gotta they gotta live the life.
1: But the, 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 the I found that the the kid with the red hair, the kind of heavy set kid.
0: Yeah, the little nerdy kid.
1: He seemed like a combination of
0: Manny and Luke from
1: Modern Family.
0: Oh yeah, without in? without any of the charisma um, or talent. Well, yeah, just
1: the way he looked. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no talent. Yeah, uh, and Yula, uh, who was not in the, the third season episode, but she was in an early episode. I think I think she might be Allison Bree's older sister.
0: Oh, was that his his older sister? No. Oh, no, uh, that was the one who like slutted it up for the. Uh,
1: well, that, the older sister was the one that slowed it up. Eula was the the brown haired girl with glasses. Oh, and, right, right. And she looks a lot, or not a lot, but a little bit like a younger version of of like I think her name's out the lady from Community.
0: Yeah, Allison Bree. Okay. Oh wow, I I didn't I didn't notice that at all. Um, once again, Allison Bree very talented, and and even though <laughs> I don't remember this Eula, I I'm just gonna assume she is not. Um and I mean
1: so that's... this so this show was uh, written by and performed by junior high students because that's really impressive what?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on out on a limb and say it was that's okay. the only uh, oh well it's it I mean it
1: is Canadian
0: that's the only yeah well and they're you know you know how they are they're uh, they're very advanced up there although they did uh, I did notice they played a uh, rush in the background a couple times um, which I guess, when you're from Canada, that's really the only band you can play in the background. Um, this well, is pre Celine Dion, um, although I guess Brian Adams was around. But you know, they don't want they wanted people to tune in. So uh, yeah, so it's it is very after school, especially. But uh, I I also I am impressed by some of the topics that they. Tackled like they had, they had some chick who was knocked up in junior high. Yeah, um, who had a baby. Her name was Spike. Apparently, nobody has real names in this show. There's.
1: Well, they said both her her real name and the and the nickname. Oh, did they? All I remember when the when the deadbeat dad came over, he said her real name.
0: Oh, uh, okay, yeah, and I guess everybody does have real names, but they all go by nicknames like. Of course, who like... doesn't in junior high? Right, wheels and snake. Yeah, of course. I uh, was high top. I I was uh, known as Problem Flatulence. I was named that by a uh, Native American. Uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Nicknames. I didn't... I actually didn't have a nickname, nor did I know anybody who did have a nickname. Um, I think that's that's a TV and movie convention that that kind of shit goes on. Um, I don't know this episode. Although... Uh, like i said i've watched some later episodes and they get into some shit they uh they deal with aids and uh, homosexuality i assume by the time they go to the high school everybody's dead or and some character gets fingered by a demon at some point i'm just i'm just going out on a limb but i imagine that happens uh what else oh <laughs> the so the, the episode is about It doesn't matter it doesn't really matter what it was about right like it's just kind of hilarious uh there's a lot of hilarious things in it to to poke fun at yeah Um, the the uh so the fedora dude and two other idiots are in a band and they and
1: apparently the fedora dude is redoing seventh grade
0: yeah he's a big dummy um he's he's redoing eighth grade i think Eighth yeah grade. i can't okay it's grade. Yeah. you're right i think i think they go to ninth grade in junior high there um just like i did uh and so they're in a band yeah he's he's a big idiot who has to repeat a grade and uh they play probably the worst white reggae pop song i've ever heard in my life and they, uh, they're called. I have it written down. What's the name of their band? The Zit Remedy, um, which I, I would almost guarantee you, there's a band, a real band somewhere named the Zit Zit Remedy,
1: named after the band, named the after
0: show. the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, uh, there was some, some slang they used that. Now, I don't know a lot about Canada, but. I know enough that I guarantee you nobody's ever used the term broom head as an insult, uh, which they use, I think, in, in both oh, in, episodes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, and, and some of the kids go to, some of the ninth graders go to high school. Um, uh, I don't know, as part of some program, I guess, for them to see what high school's like. uh, Well, I think
1: some of their classes are going to be at the high school. And before they start those classes, they were doing a tour of the high school. Oh,
0: okay. So yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, one of the, one of the guys, uh, has, takes a liking to one of the ninth graders and his friend tells him, what are you doing, man? That's a minor niner, a minor niner, as if you're not still a minor when you're 16, but whatever. Uh, in later episodes, she uh, they go out, these two, uh, not not to spoil anything for you. Uh, that's
1: really a surprise that the only two black characters on the show happen to find each other.
0: The only black characters the in only Canada. black people in Canada, yeah, yeah, I would I would imagine. Uh, yeah, they end up going out and then and then she gets a reputation for sleeping with them even though she didn't. And but the funny thing about that is that then everybody shuns her. Because I know when I was in high school, if you had sex, you were an automatic pariah. Nobody wanted and why, I mean, to and, do with you. I mean,
1: the other girl had a baby. No one's shunning her.
0: No. Well, she's up front about it.
1: I see.
0: And she's white.
1: And she has a nickname. I don't know if that girl Spike. has a nickname. Yeah.
0: Nope. Nope. No, no, no nickname. Oh, there you no go. That's,
1: that's the secret. Get a nickname. You can do whatever you want.
0: Um...
1: I did, when they're going to the high school, the, the girls are having a conversation that lasts from the time they leave the classroom all the way to the hallway to the exit. And right when they get the exit is when the teacher tells them to shut up. He <laughs> says, did. shut up. People are still in class. Don't talk. Well,
0: buddy, couldn't you have said that before? But Throughout their whole five-minute conversation? Yeah. He waits until they they're finished. He's <laughs> he, polite. Yeah, he was probably eavesdropping, really. Just oh. wanted to wait until he got to a, a point he wasn't interested in. Yeah, uh, terrible production values, terrible acting, and yet I have to say I recommend watching it. It is charming. It's it has a charm to it that's
1: it's undefinable. Especially the first episode. This, I mean, yeah, the first episode, the Thursday season episode was a little bit. It was a little bit jarring. I know we're only supposed to talk
0: about the third episode. No, we can go back episode. to f- season one. Episode because we
1: watched the season one episode and it was, it was kind of, it was, it was very, uh, quaint and the, it was very preachy, but it was kind of a simple junior high kind of thing that would actually be relevant to someone who was in junior high. Yes. And then we jumped to the third season where their the parents were killed by drunk drivers. So <laughs> it was <laughs> just <laughs> kind of like, Hilarious.
0: Wow. Yeah. So this guy, one of the guys in the band his his parents don't want him hanging out with a uh, fedora dude. Cause uh, he's obviously a loser, repeating a grade, and uh, he's you get you just get indications he's all kind of douchebag anyway, um, and and so he's constantly fighting with them about that, and he sneaks out when his parents go to a movie and comes home, and the police are there, and he he's thinking, God damn it, they called the cops on me just because I went out, and then of course it turns out both your parents killed, bro. I can't believe I just said bro. Somebody fucking shoot me. Um,
1: they didn't say, bro, in in
0: the program. In case listeners are wondering, can we say they did so it didn't seem like it came right out of my mouth? Uh, yeah. So both of them did. Like, bam. There's your there's your drama for that episode.
1: Well, that was where the freeze frame with him crying.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great freeze frame. Um, <laughs> You should if if you don't like if you find it too uh utterly crappy, which which I could see.
1: Uh No, I I was just wondering if it was a show that you really liked.
0: Oh like, no, no, I had never seen it before. Never. Okay. Um just just heard about it a lot, like I said. Um but I, I, I would say if you don't like the show, just fast forward to the very end of each episode and uh that's the money shot always.
1: I think you should start a Tumblr called "DeGrassi Junior High Freeze Frames" and just just take a screenshot of the freeze frame and just put it on the Tumblr.
0: Or it wouldn't even have to be. A, I could do like a Vine of like you know the last the last three seconds and then write as it freeze frames. Um, yeah, that would be great. That's a good idea, Pat. Um, I'm far too lazy to actually do it. But yeah, I was going to say it sounds like a lot of work. So, somebody out there who knows? I've just figured out GarageBand. Um, just the. Enough to do what I need to do on here, so...
1: Well, somebody would have to... I guess you could take a screenshot of watching this show on... I don't know. No, it's they can much.
0: do it. They can get the video and, and do it. I mean... Off
1: a DVD, it would be easy, but who owns the DVDs at Degrassi Jr. High?
0: Ah, they... I, no, there's got to be ways to do it from streaming. I yeah. Gu- I guarantee you there are. You know, just like we can rip DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, they can, they can do it with streaming. Um... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's uh it's almost from like some bizarre parallel universe, which I guess Canada kind of is. Kinda in,
1: especially in the '80s. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was very, very '80s. Everything it, about it, from the hair to the topics, it was just. S- full-on at the height of special episodes where every episode was a special episode of this show it was very
0: 80s i mean it's so 80s i think it actually goes beyond 80s to be like kind of 90s like, uber 80s oh i was yeah maybe maybe 90s um yeah it, it's it's like a uh it's like the distillation of the 80s um of everything bad about the 80s really
1: I think I think in America this show might have shown on Nickelodeon or it was a PBS.
0: I think uh, for some reason I feel like it was PBS. Okay. Um, although maybe it was both, you know, they, it could have been a joint thing. Uh, yeah, uh, man. The the I really can't stress enough how bad the acting is on this show. It's uh from adult to children everyone is bad. Yeah, no, no, yeah, the adults don't get a pass either. They're horrible. All of them. Yeah horrible um and i i I have
1: to have to say for a show like this that's kind of it's it's point is not continuity the fact that they had in the first season they they, the i don't remember the exact quote but the teacher started his class with something like i'm going to fill your hope your minds are fertile or something like that and then in the third season episode he starts with the same exact quote i thought that was pretty clever
0: yeah, it was clever, and it also showed that teachers are hacks, and they don't plan new lessons ever because they don't have to.
1: Right, because well, they're new kids. But I mean, the fact that the writers thought of that was yeah, two years yeah. later.
0: Well, they did. Pretty... A, they did a couple of those. They had a the the little pudgy kid and uh, and his Asian friend uh, got locked in a, a broom closet um, in the Therefore, very first season. Heads. Yeah. Because they were Broomheads, by Fedora dude, and then uh, they did it to another new kid um, in the in the third season, first episode, Bartholomew the... Bond.
1: <laughs> that character, I'm sure, is great through that whole season. He's he's not
0: over the top at all. Yeah, no, he's 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 terrible. Although not the most terrible, which is saying something. Um, the um the the chubby
1: kid has a big news in that episode where he's, his mother has won the lottery
0: yeah that, i mean that's something we can all relate to i think of course yeah his mom won the lottery and that that's a running theme throughout the season two um where... but
1: apparently i guess oh they say it in the show stephanie got sent to a a boarding school so i guess she got written off the show maybe maybe her acting got too good so they sent her to uh, another another canadian show
0: yeah, you can't do that on television. Maybe uh, did wait. So Stephanie was the one who slutted it up in the first episode.
1: Correct. That was that was the chubby kid's older sister who didn't uh-huh. want anything to do with
0: them. That's another. I mean, another thing in the show, except for Spike, the uh, the chick who had the baby. Because I guess at that point it's too late. There, there is a lot of uh, slut shaming going on in in junior high um, uh, on this show, which which is another thing that's kind of anachronistic. You know what I mean? Although, first season, first episode, his older sister, she's running for uh, student body president, which is something else that happens in, in the third season. So, I guess they start running for president on the very first day of school.
1: Of um, course. That's 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 what you have to start during your summer vacation, writing the posters up and everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody already has posters and campaign slogans. Well, Snake had a, a song written. Right. Well, of course, he would. He's <laughs> he's Snake. Um he can't he didn't he didn't blow his wad on that shitty white reggae song. Um, yeah. So she, in, in the very first season, first episode, she's running uh, for student body president and she gets she gets uh, votes by what, kissing a lot of guys.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and that made the, the girls very upset. Oh, no, the girls
0: did not like that.
1: And, uh, and she said, if, "As long as I get all the boys' votes, they can the girls can all split their votes be, votes between the other candidates."
0: Yeah, just like Which, in real she,
1: politics. Yeah, and as the episode's written, she's kind of written as a, a dumbass, but that was really clever.
0: Yeah, no, it was. And, uh... <laughs> she, she, spoil alert: she won. Yeah.
1: Oh. But lost a friend in the process.
0: Well, I, I bet she regained that friend later in the season. I'll have to go back and watch. I'm too stuck on third season episodes right now. Um, well, how could you not be? What's going
1: to happen with that lottery money?
0: Yeah, that. I, I mean, uh, especially in Canada, I figure a million dollars in Canada pre- pretty much buys you a province. I don't. I don't know what a province is. I don't either. I was trying to sound smart, but thanks for showing me up. Um. Actually, I think um, a province. Uh, to them is is like a state to us.
1: Oh like um,
0: angry? Yes, yes, a state of 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 being. I was thinking more state of bliss, but you can go with angry. I think I think Canada, you know, maybe not so much angry. Oh, indifference. More, yeah, more more like They've a state of plateau. complacency and and boredom. Um yeah, I <laughs> What, what, what do you think any any final thoughts uh should people watch this show
1: i if, if just on a lark you should just something uh a period piece is really gonna bring you back to the eighties and terrible terrible writing and acting but it's still fun to watch
0: it is yeah. something i find something very compelling about it um
1: I've, and like, it is very charming and it's it's very quaint yeah so, it is
0: it is extremely quaint um uh, you know uh, it makes you think, you know, like like old Republicans do, they hark back to a simpler time, uh, which is kind of ha- the the feel of this, although it wasn't really that much simpler a time.
1: No, uh, and, which is and the thing. When, you, when you get into the uh, the nitty-gritty episodes, they weren't that simple either. I mean, people dry, dying of drunk driving, I uh, guess AIDS in the future, the, the demon finger. So there's lots of stuff going on.
0: Yeah, there is. Uh, it, but it is done in a very homey way like like you said um
1: and people are uh very kind to each other i think that's that's something that makes it a little it is enjoyable to watch like the in in the end the sister is nice to the brother and the brother is nice to the sister
0: yeah yeah uh yeah you know it's canada um they're not gonna have charles
1: manson was born in canada
0: was he really or did you just make that up
1: that's uh that's for Wikipedia to
0: know. All right. Well, I do trust Wikipedia. I just Wikipedia. made that up. Oh, I okay. um, But he did move to America. I mean, I'm sure they've got serial killers in Canada. Probably half the cast of this show uh, turned into serial killers, I would imagine. That's uh, probably how they got the parts. Well, I mean, I can't imagine they ever got work again. Um, when I say the parts, I meant the parts, the body parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, That's also how they got the role. But if they I mean if they'd done when I say roll I mean roll of fat when if they'd done a uh, an honest portrayal of, of junior high well of my junior high experience anyway um, they'd there'd be a lot more acid dropping and coming to school drunk and and uh, puking in the halls jeez my experience will be a lot more mumbling and watching moonlighting and and being like, why doesn't she like me? Nobody's ever gonna like me, which is exactly how I live now. As well. yeah, I was gonna
1: say that sounds more like the
0: current show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, th- then, uh, so go watch Degrassi Junior High, and uh, report back. Yeah, report back. Tell us, tell us what you guys think of it, uh, because we're obviously uh, quite dumb since we're recommending it and there's really we have nothing good to say about it um so on to then freaks and geeks uh which is almost the polar opposite of degrassi junior high because i think they get everything right
1: oh i thought you're i thought maybe it was made in mexico well that
0: that too It, it was made in in uh mexico but and uh and of course famously uh Done by uh, Robert Rodriguez.
1: Ah, he's American.
0: Yes, yeah, of course, he's from Michigan. Uh, No, Judd Apatow. um,
1: So Judd Apatow is the co-creator, or is he just the executive producer? Did he co-create it with? I know Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Feig. Yeah. Feig. Feig is. I think he's the main creative force but did apatel also write a lot
0: i think he did yeah i think i think they were co-creators um i think it was really paul feig's uh idea and kind of his baby more right and his and his his time growing up yes yeah it was his pure so it it takes place in uh in 1980 uh into 81 michigan i believe in michigan yeah um and and we watched uh, the pilot episode, uh, I, sh- I should say, and which I think uh, encapsulated everything that was great about the series in this episode. Um, just even the first scene where it's it's kind of panning across the the bleachers. But that was the only
1: that was the one complaint I was going to have about the episodes that first scene, because it was too on the nose, where they they show what a a typical high school show is and then they go down to those guys under the under the bleachers. I thought that was just
0: a little bit too to to Pat oh but, did you think so I see I liked yeah. it where where it's the the jock talking to his girlfriend and it's just super corny like out of any 80s teen movie and yeah then, and yeah. then they immediately switch gears to go down to the stoners under the bleachers I, I liked it I could see I can see what you're saying it it is very on the nose uh, my one complaint with the episode was the ending which I thought was a little saccharine, um the the last scene at the dance uh right yeah which which wasn't something that that they did a lot in the in the series. I mean the the series has heart, but it it didn't it didn't go to that that degree most of the time. But uh but, but other than that
1: thought even, even though it was it it, it, was, it was a little syrupy, but it was still made sense in the context of the rest of the episode because she was trying to get forgiveness from that guy for saying something stupid. So it made sense that she would go and dance with him at that point. Yes, but... and
0: that was a that was a plot point that was handled extremely well, I thought, with her and the the retarded guy, and you know, people are making fun of her, and she tries to stick up for him, and ends up sticking her foot in her mouth, and you know, she's trying to do the right thing, and she ends up making everything worse. Um, yeah, which yeah. which was how I felt almost all through high school. So I found I found it very relatable. And apparently, you were uh, super was stud one, who did everything right, and I
1: was the one on top of the bleachers, <laughs> loving too much. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, well, so so a lot of, I thought a lot of great scenes in this in this first episode, um, and and, well, we should start with the uh, the actors. A lot of the actors have become really well known. Seth Rogan, of course, uh, James Franco. Jason Siegel. Jason Segel. Uh, I mean, those are the big guys,
1: and then you have even the smaller uh, people went on the big things, like Martin Starr.
0: Martin Starr, Busy, who went on Busy to Phillips. Party Down, and yeah, Busy Phillips, yeah, um, even Linda Cardellini, and uh, what's his, uh, what's her brother's name?
1: I can't remember his real name. I can't
0: either. Um, but he's he's on Bones, I think, and then yeah, and John Francis Daly. I mean
1: that's his name and Sam
0: Levine has little bit parts too. Sam Levine, yeah, he's in he's been in Glorious Bastards, he's on Douglas movies a lot. Can you hear me? You sound very muffled. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Are you in your shame shroud right now? that's constant, so I don't know why uh things are
1: sounding so weird. Do you wanna uh disconnect and reconnect to see if we improve it?
0: yeah let's uh let's stop for a second we'll come right back all right so we got i think we got that fixed um pat was putting the microphone uh in his anus which is not the best way to do i mean it's it's the most entertaining way to do it but but sound wise it's not actually the best i agree uh so where were we yeah so so the the cast uh Casting was perfect, I thought.
1: <clears throat> it was perfect, and it, it was it was not just perfect for the show. Everyone was very good. They're just all good down. you know. Sometimes there's a there's a show with perfect casting, but it's just kind of time and place. But this is just great, great performers that went on to do great things after.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and especially, uh, God damn. Well, I... maybe
1: not maybe not great things. I don't know if you can call how I, How I Met Your Mother great, but did things after.
0: Right. Well, and
1: he's, I mean, he did like, oh, he's done a lot of great things. I like, I yeah, like just, he Seagal, did. I love
0: you, man. And which I really did, liked. And he was, he was great in the Muppet movie. He, he's, oh, he's which I still haven't seen. Stuff. Hey, oh, there, there's one, good. uh, the original Muppet movie versus a new Muppet movie. We'll do that. That's, that's a fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And Seth Rogen was great. Um, he Oscar <laughs> winner, James Franco has, did he win an Oscar?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: I know he hosted the Oscars, and he was obviously on Shrooms.
1: When you host, don't you get a little
0: award? Oh, I guess you do—an honorary Academy Award for hosting. Um, which means Billy Crystal has way too many Academy Awards, and
1: Jack Plants got his due. Yeah,
0: he did by being killed by Billy Crystal. I, I, I mean, we all right. Let's let's protect ourselves. I don't know that that's a fact but i think everybody kind of knows that billy crystal killed jack polance i don't know that it's a fact but it is one it is yes it's an unspoken fact that that we you have to follow the money you yeah well exactly exactly and uh, and anytime you follow the money it leads to jack polance and it leads uh, anytime you follow the money it leads to billy crystal's jealousy no matter what, where the money comes from,
1: which is as big as the Pacific. Speaking of which, Joe Flaherty was really funny. Joe and Flaherty's his, great. He plays the small the scenes. He had it, just funny every second, and also realistic. Where not totally realistic, but he's he has the line every time someone does something bad, he, he ends with, and then they died.
0: Right. He. Yeah. She get Lindsay gets uh, caught cutting school, or she doesn't. She, somebody thinks they saw her smoking and so he's got a story about somebody else who smoked and somebody else who cut school somebody
1: and, else who had sex and, and but they and they all died and right. then in the end she flips out and says just flips out and runs out what of the hell like, are you it,
0: talking about you don't make and, any sense yeah and
1: his confused look was just so perfectly
0: father of a teenage daughter it just it just worked no he's he was super great i i like. And that's another casting thing, where the parents are realistic parents. They're not, they're not crazy ogres or you know, super overprotective. They're real. They felt like real parents. Yeah, I, yeah, and
1: they don't uh, go to the movies and uh, assume the kid's gonna stay home.
0: Right, and then die in a car crash. Um, oh yeah, but uh, I thought I was impressed with Seth Rogen. He's very. Um, you know, he plays one of the, the freaks, which are the the hard rock stoner dudes, basically. And um, he just very uh, had that that attitude. I don't give a shit. Um, which yeah. I thought he played very well. Um, I, at one point, Lindsay was like, um, they were making fun of her when she asked if any of them were going to the dance. And, and she's like, well, my dad's making me go to the dance. And he's like, who's your dad, Hitler? <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Uh, oh, and more great casting. Sorry. Millie, um, the Linda Cardellini's uh, old friend who is a mathlete who can't understand why she's hanging out with the Why she's ruining still, her life. Why she's ruining her life. Oh, I think she's so perfect. Even... Uh, the way she was doing that hippie dance at the dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I oh love- and the, the, the
1: perfect casting, the, the guidance counselor, guidance I, counselor. is. I've seen him in other stuff and he's always really funny.
0: Oh my God. He's the best. And, and somebody, everybody has had in their life. He, he's the guidance. He's not just the, the guidance counselor, or the teacher. He's the cool guidance counselor and teacher who wants to relate to you. Like he'll, he'll try to relate to you by talking about, uh, modern song lyrics and shit you know he's one of those uh an ex-hippie
1: did you really ever i've never encountered anyone like that oh yeah i had
0: yeah i had a I had a teacher who was who was very much like that um do you remember what
1: song lyrics he quoted
0: uh i don't i remember uh for for english class um seventh grade he had us bring in songs and play them because he was like you know rock lyrics are poetry too so let's dissect these and you know he was one That's of
1: those. Fun. So no, it was it. fun,
0: but oh, okay. but it's also it's it's the same thing with this guy where um, where like an old dude is trying to relate to the teenagers and really he's just a laughing stock to the teenagers.
2: Yeah, you know yeah. what I
0: mean. And and it was the same thing with this dude. Like you're you're one of them, man. You know how it is when you're young. Don't trust anybody over thirty. <laughs> And that's still good. That's still good advice, I think. Um, yeah, no, every everybody, everybody was spot on, even and they had who Biff is the uh, oh, Back yeah, that was future a... is the gym coach.
1: And, and that was a funny scene, but that one was one of the less relatable for me. It didn't it didn't. I never had any kind of uh, gym teacher that was like that. Well, and I don't know if they exist like that, but it was very funny.
0: I yeah, I kind of did. I mean, yeah, almost every gym teacher I had was like that. Although, in in a, a later episode in the season, he turns out to be they humanize him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he starts dating Bill's mom, and uh, and he Sam Sam that's his name uh, the the younger brother. Uh, oh, in, in the show, yeah, in the show, yeah. his name is Sam. I, can, I can't think of his his the actor's name, but uh, he's like confused about what sex actually is so the gym teacher sits down and talks to him so he's uh you know i think i think judd apatow um has a reputation for doing comedies with with some heart to them, um and and this was this is the best thing he's he's been involved with in my opinion uh is freaks and geeks and paul feig is obviously great um directed bridesmaids and and uh has, he's and he, a, a couple books too that are good oh really i didn't know he's a writer yeah i mean of yeah. fiction yeah it, no they are memoirs so
1: oh okay yeah that's neat he he and he's directed a lot of great sitcom he's he's one of those like in the in the 70s jerry paris was or early 80s 70s jerry paris was a great sitcom director and then oh, what's the guy from Anyway, Paul Feig is, is, is one of those great sitcom directors. He has, has directed a, a lot of Office episodes, a lot of of Development. I think one, Parks and Rec. He's, just, he's, he's a very good TV person.
0: What other director were you thinking of? The dude from the Bob Newhart show who's directed a bunch of uh, – Jerry? He's directed yeah. a bunch of sitcoms too. And then Fred Savage as well. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, he's done a lot. of It's always sunny. It's always sunny. Yeah. I thought, I thought the guy from uh, Bob Newhart was named Jerry Paris, or is that the guy from? I was, no, the, his name was the is dentist Richard Boners,
0: or something like okay, that. Okay, you're Boners, right. Yeah. The,
1: Jerry Paris is the dentist from Dick Van Dyke show. Both of those guys were big uh, TV directors. Yeah. And you're right, Fred Savage. So yeah, it's it's neat when you can when the, the, a person has that much of a influence on shows, and you, and they talk about them. Speaking of which, the one of the guys that, who helped create the uh, Simpsons is dying. Did you hear about that? Same yeah, time? he's
0: got he's got cancer, I think, right?
1: Yeah, uh, colon cancer, and he's uh, giving or yeah, he's giving a lot of money away to animal hum- animal humans. rights. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I did hear about that. That's that's too bad. Um, although that has nothing to do with this uh, podcast. Oh, probably. excuse me. I'm sorry. I forgot we had to stay on topic. Yeah, I don't know why you got to bring everybody down with your uh, letting real life intrude into this. Um, they're, they're. That ah, busy Phillips was such a bitch in this episode. She, well, she's she's a bitch in a lot of episodes. Although they, you know, they humanize her as well. Yeah, uh, I think this show did
1: a good job of, of. Oh, I don't know about the bully. I don't know if they ever showed a human side of him, but they no, did a good I, job.
0: But he was great too because he just looks like a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's another another uh, coup for the casting department. And, and he, I
1: love the, the lines they give Why are you doing this? What do you mean? So it's, there's no rational reason for him to do it. And he doesn't have a rational reasons.
0: No, he's just dumb. He's like pure id. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I knew kids like that, you know, uh, especially in junior high. I remember this one dude who was a preacher's son who are, they're always the worst people always um, who I, I had a, a broken, toe, and I I was walking around with a, uh, it wasn't quite a cast, but it was, uh, you know, it was like wrapped up, and I had crutches and stuff, and he was like, what happened to your toe, dude? And I I was like, I broke it. I was like, he was like, oh, can you feel this? And he slammed his foot down on my broken toe. Jeez. Um, Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly what this guy reminded me of, just just a sadistic uh, prick with, who doesn't give any thought to why he is who he is. Um, so, well, plot, I guess we should talk about the plot a little bit. Uh, so Lindsay, uh, Linda Cardellini has her, her grandmother's just died. And there's a scene where, uh, and, and so she's like rethinking things. She, she was an honor student and a mathlete and they want to get her on the academic decathlon. But, uh, she's starting to hang out with the freaks. Um, cause, cause it kind of rewired her brain a little bit, the, the death of her grandmother, and uh, there's a scene I, where, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, was the scene where she describes things to the brother. Is that what you're about to talk? Yeah, about? to to her younger brother Sam, and she she starts. He he goes in to ask her advice on on the bully, um, and and she starts talking, which I thought was was uh, very good and and very kind of deep. The the way it dealt with you know the death of a of a family member and and the way that a teenager would react to that.
1: Mm-hmm. and i thought it was perfect because it the, the the little brother wanted was there for but it was just it highlighted the their different levels of maturity because he was there for 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 a couple seconds then immediately he was back to his own topic yeah then and it was like
0: we've already dealt with this right he, she she was looking for something from him but in the end all he could say was so do you think we could beat up this bully he, yeah he thought
1: he gave all that he needed to give he was just not there.
0: Right. Well, he wasn't emotionally mature enough to deal with what she was talking about. Uh, obviously. And, and also, you know, at his age, he was a lot more self-involved, I guess. Uh, but that was a really good scene. Um, and, and I, uh, in
1: general, I don't even think you need to talk about the plot of this episode because it's so much more character. It, it is, doesn't yeah. what happened. It's just more about what the, who the characters are.
0: Yeah. That's basically it. She's, it she was a very up-
1: good, very good pilot episode because it set up so many relationships. I have not watched the show in a long time, so I don't remember where, where everything goes. But it, it set things up so well. It, it, obviously, Jason Segel has a crush on her, and she has a crush on James Franco. And you don't know where that's going to go. I don't know where it's going to go because I don't remember. But it's it's set up really well in this episode that that's where things are headed.
0: Well, you should you should go through and, and re-watch uh, the episodes because it's... There's not many, and it's very good. I, I probably, yeah, no, it's, it's solid all the way through the, the entire... I mean, it was only one one season. And if I remember correctly, they moved it around on the schedule and then they had it on, you know, Friday night at nine or whatever, which is a horrible time. They moved it around
1: and they canceled before it was, I think they made 18 episodes and only like 10 or 12 were actually aired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a shame. Um, It was very much ahead of its time. uh, I feel like, Uh, well, I mean, still there's not a lot on, on network. Yeah. I don't think
1: ahead of its time is the, I think it was just unappreciated by the, the network. Right. the people who watched it, um, most people watched it, liked it, and the critics liked it. They just never gave it a chance to to build an audience. It doesn't make any sense, but it, they did the same thing with Firefly.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch Firefly. I guess everybody loves it. Um, you won't. Like it. I won't love it.
1: You won't like. You don't like Josh Whedon's writing, and that's and you don't. You're not really much of a fan of sci-fi, so you probably won't like it. But you should because it's great. I'm willing to give it
0: a chance. Uh, it it, does, it puts it. a
1: lot of uh, of action show uh cliches on on its head and it does a good job at it so it's worth watching
0: yeah i mean i can i can get with that up to a point uh, until it becomes its own kind of uh cliche you know what i mean but well, i do six if... episodes so i don't think it ever does oh okay yeah no for sure oh it's only six episodes all right i'll watch it
1: I'll i don't know it. if it's only six it's 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 not a full season i don't remember the exact number
0: yeah yeah um well, yeah, you're right. The, the, the plot for this is, is not essential. Uh, Sam is uh, being picked on by a bully. That's basically one plot. And, and then his sister is starting to hang out with the freaks. That's, that's the gist of the plot of the episode. Um, but there's a lot of great, like you said, character development, a lot of great lines. I think uh, um, the bully's picking on Sam and, and uh, his sister comes up and uh, kind of sticks up for him. And, and one of the bully's friends says, watch out, Alan, I think she's high on pot. Yeah, it was... <laughs> which is great. Uh, Bill, played by Martin Starr, the perfect uh, nerd.
1: And he I... still kind of looks like a nerd. He's all grown up, but he still has he, a nerd look to him. Yeah,
0: but that I mean, that was brilliant casting too. And, and his mom writes on his lunch bag, I love you, little man, <laughs> which... Uh, which the bully actually brings up later. He calls it. Yeah, the he calls, and, and then he get the, one of the people, they play dodgeball,
1: and they're throwing, you know, the geeks are obviously getting uh, slaughtered. Hit. Yeah. And one of the kids throws the ball at, at Bill and he calls him little man. He's like, only my mom's allowed to call me that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then during the fight, it's hilarious with the, when uh, Bill throws his glasses off and just goes crazy, uh, attacking the bully.
0: Yeah. Th- so th- three of them, uh, gang up on the bully who's been bullying sam although sam himself doesn't make it uh to the fight because he's too busy with uh the love of his life uh cindy i can't remember her last name um which was also funny because it's so junior high like i said they or high school i guess they're supposed to be in ninth grade or or something um they get everything so right because uh, at one point in the lunchroom Cindy brings him his jacket and she's like oh and they, they make <laughs> you, they make that so important you left yeah you left this is this your jacket and he's like Cindy's totally in love with you dude yeah not only did she notice the jacket she knew it was yours and she brought it to you so
1: yeah, and she was she allowed herself to be seen with that jacket through all school she
0: loves you you're in <laughs> oh yeah just uh, it it makes other high school stuff especially from the 80s you know there were a lot of a lot of high school movies—it just makes them seem like big steaming lumps of shit. This is a—it's—it's it's so true to the the real school experience. I think people have, um, and it's—it's
1: it's very true to the period too. I, At one point, I thought that I saw—I caught it. I thought I was like, "Oh, I'm brilliant!" I caught an anachronism. There's no way that Caddyshack was was out then. It didn't come out, but Caddyshack came out in 1980. And they,
0: 1980, the, yeah, and the um. The musical references were all good. so it, but, And that's it, one thing that always I always notice is, is musical anachronisms. Like, th- there will be something said in 76, some movie, and they'll play some song. I'm like, that wasn't out till 78. It pisses me off. But this whole series, they got every musical reference right. So I think Paul Feig, you know, was on top of that shit. I don't know who did the actual um, music, but I, I assume he used the music of his youth as the soundtrack.
1: On the one hand, it's kind of uh, dumb to be pissed off about that because who cares? They're trying to set up a mood. But on the
0: other hand, it's so easy to get right. So and especially nowadays, I mean, but yeah. not like it ever wasn't. They've always had, you know, you could always go uh, check the, go to the library and check out the billboard charts. You know what I mean? Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not difficult to get that kind of stuff right. I, or, it is, or just
1: look at the the paperwork
0: that you had to pay,
1: and it probably says when the song came out.
0: The, true true uh, yeah and i uh i i know i get anal about that stuff and it's the kind of thing it doesn't matter to most people it's like being a grammar nazi um which i also am but but uh it, it's nice that the they get everything right on this um very very good attention to detail um and so, oh well and then the the uh the retarded kid who everybody's uh picking on eli and uh so Lindsay asks him to the dance uh and then ends up insulting him later and he runs away from her and breaks his arm yeah that was that was a little weird (laughs) a little weird but also um also funny i have to say like even though it was a retarded kid who hurt himself people falling down is always funny to me i there was i was walking uh down down broadway one day and an old ass lady slipped and fell on the sidewalk and i went up and i was like are you okay do you need help up but i was stifling a laugh so hard um i i think i ruptured my spleen i, I don't and then know you
1: fell and some kid tried to help you up, but he was laughing so hard
0: and he got hurt it's a deadly it, circle it was a chain reaction that that uh went that reverberated throughout oakland that day um made the news it was kind of like hands across america except for uh clumsy people yeah yeah uh no i know what you mean it was a little weird but they had to they had to really make her feel shitty for trying to do the right thing you know what i mean and and yeah but him him
1: running away and broken breaking his arms is a little over the top
0: but it it was fine yeah yeah and then Uh, well, just so many great scenes at the dance, uh, Sam goes up to Cindy, the one he's in love with. Um, Oh, that was, that was so perfectly timed. Yeah. He goes up and, uh, they're playing, uh, come sail away by, by sticks with starts, be- starts be- out be- slow. So sorry. Before go ahead. he went to the
1: dance, he was talking to his friends and said, I'm going to get a slow dance, slow dance. So they're all talking about slow dance. And then he was so happy
0: right. when you, he got there. You always want the slow dance cause you can be pressed up against the boobs. That's, that's the whole thing. And when you're, when you're that young, um, so yeah, so he goes up and it's and it's the beginning of "Come Sail Away." And he asks her for a dance because he thinks uh, this is a slow dance. And then it immediately goes into rock mode as soon as they get out on the floor. And he's he's flustered. He doesn't know what's going on. But then yeah, he ends up having fun dancing with her, fast dancing anyway.
1: Do you think a dance in 1980 would have that song playing, or would they really have disco? Uh,
0: no, they'd have they they would have that stuff. I used to. I'm a little younger. uh, So my junior high for me was uh, 82 to 84. Um, But at at our dances, we would have... They would play like 38 special and shit like that. So they they would do the disco, but they would also mix in the classic rock stuff. So, no, I thought that was realistic, yeah. Uh,
1: What else? I think we pretty much dissected this episode
0: (laughs) to death uh but it's available streaming the entire series which is only one season so uh definitely worth checking out
1: you could watch the whole thing in a weekend
0: you could i and i have um i have before uh yeah just just a a very good well i would say i would say one of the best shows of the past however long 15 years
1: yeah it was very good i don't know it's a sh- when shows are this short it's hard to call them the best because you don't know how good they could have been but what they did was really good
0: it was and in a way it's almost nice that it was so short because it never did jump the shark or you know get no to... characters
1: no actors left the show and they had to fill it in in some right, weird way. right yeah yeah it's true um, so uh We say
0: Degrassi Junior High versus Freaks and Geeks. And when we say versus, we don't mean
1: any kind of competition.
0: But there's obviously a clear winner in this one, uh, Degrassi Junior High.
1: Oh, really? I was going to say Freaks and Geeks. That's funny you say that.
0: No, of course. Of course it's Freaks and Geeks. Um, Yeah, it's funny. uh, I I was thinking about it and – shows and movies about high school and i guess junior high although there aren't that many that i can think of besides degrassi um uh, but definitely um a lot of movies and and shows about high school and and the reason i think is is because everybody can relate to that everybody went to high school um you you start getting into movies about people with certain professions and stuff you know what i mean and it's and it's not it has to be really well written and compelling and and the the plot has to be uh, really good, but but high school you can you can pretty much guarantee an audience for anything set in high school just because people either have nostalgia or they can relate to to uh, what it's like to be in high school, you know. And
1: it's 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 a, a time of people's lives that are everything seems so epic. And when you look back yes. on them, when you live them, it felt like that, and even when you look back, so it's easy to write. A story like or I don't, i'm not saying it's easy i'm sure it's hard but i'm i'm it's something that's probably easy to go to
0: yeah yeah no i i know what you're saying yeah no for sure i i remember uh uh i i don't remember what year it was i was, I was probably like late 20s and i i had had my journals that i had written i'd kept in high school and i was reading them and i was like dear god I, everything was so dramatic even even for me you know um I'm not really the most sentimental person, but uh, oh, everything was was fucking earth shattering. Every single stupid thing that happened to me.
1: I thought you were like, dear God, I had to get this to a publisher right away. I was brilliant.
0: Uh, I threw him away after. Did reading you really? That. Oh yeah, no. That's was, a shame. It it kind of is, but you know, I, I was I was so embarrassed by it. I thought if this ever falls into the wrong hands, there goes my bid for the presidency in 2016. And you're so close now, so I guess it's a good thing you threw it away. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully nobody's dug it out of the uh, dump. Are you still going to run as a Dixiecrat? Um, I was thinking of running a Whig Party. Oh. I think it's time to bring that back. Because, let's, let's face it, the Democrats and Republicans aren't working. I agree.
1: Brother. Yeah. No,
0: Bro. I'm, I'm actually... Thanks. Thanks for jo- um, joining me in my shame. That t- it takes a big person to do that. When you, what, will your slogan be the week party? We were never gone. What? what yeah, we never really went away. You just yeah. didn't want to. You just didn't want to admit we were there. <laughs> Not, no, now that you lost my me. slogan. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I never really had you. Begin, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, yeah. So. Next week, uh, maybe we can talk about some other stuff after this. Next week, I think we're doing the the record one, right? Yes. Uh, so, some so. terrible
1: loud record versus some uh, very good record.
0: <laughs> According to Pat, this is going to be another yeah, another one. where i I've fortunate. not
1: listened to either yet. I know you told me to get an early start, and I apologize that I have not started yet. I think it, what's uh, a Ar- Husker HuskerDoo Zen Arcade
0: it's, versus? It's HuskerDoo number one.
1: Husker Girls da. don't make
0: passes at men who mispronounce the name of 80s alternative bands uh husker do zen arcade
1: is, is husker do anything like rem
0: like ren hoek
1: no rem that band from the oh 80s. oh
0: rem they yeah. they uh they were they were friends rem and uh husker do <laughs> husker do obviously named after university of nebraska corn huskers and Is that true? No, dude. It's uh, I think it's <laughs> like uh Norwegian or something for. Do you remember? Oh, okay. Um, it was a board game back in the 70s. Uh,
1: that's neat. That's how they got their their name from a board game.
0: Yeah, if you, if you really want me to go into. Uh, well, you can do music it next week. Geekiness. No, there's no point. It's not really related to the album at all. But uh, they're playing. Uh, they're playing a show and they're doing the song Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads. And uh, there's a part where he speaks French, and they were just uh, singing a bunch of different phrases from different languages they knew, and somebody said Husker du, as one of the phrases, and that's how. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly, that's the legend of how, how they got their name.
1: I'm tr- if it's not true, it's better than the true story, so they should stick with it.
0: Yeah, I, well, and they have. So uh, Husker du, Zen Arcade 1984 versus Grant Hart The Argument uh, from, it actually it just came out this past week um, uh, so both double albums both concept albums although uh, the concept behind Zen Arcade is a bit flimsy but we'll, the, we'll go into that next week
1: the concept is to irritate me
0: I'm hoping that that will be the case and uh, I'm actually well, pretty- be, no
1: I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to both I do like this the stuff I've heard from Grant Hart and uh, I, I, I think I'll enjoy the who's do stuff so i yeah so yeah, we'll good, see the good stuff good thing
0: grant hart was a member of who's should mention that's what so it's was, also yeah about i that. saw i was he what was he uh drummer singer okay that's
1: i thought i thought i saw drummer and i was
0: surprised by that yeah well he i mean he's he does the one-man band thing now where he plays everything so on his albums you know but uh anyway so that'll be next week uh should be fun uh that definitely will not be a track by track episode because that would be 43 songs and uh
1: that's a bit much
0: yeah that episode would go into 2014 so um all right well uh anything going on with you
1: i thought of a fun game we should play to placate Uh. the people who complain about you saying bad things about different regions of the country
0: oh yeah we did have a, a friend of ours told me to top stop talking shit about southerners and i'll say i will stop talking shit about southerners when they stop being a block of idiots
1: but i was thinking we should uh i don't know if this is fun or not but i thought it was fun i was thinking about we should split the country up into six regions and take in each region where you'd want to live because obviously every every region even the ones you talk shit about there would be a good place to live
0: okay well i don't know why you arbitrarily decided six but do you have regions in mind we can do that right now
1: Yeah, I was thinking Pacific Northwest, Midwest, Northeast, uh, and then that's going across. And then California, that's all there is. Uh, Like, what is it underneath the Midwest and then the Southeast? All
0: right. Uh, California, I like where I live, the Bay Area. I think it's a great place. Uh, Number two would be L.A., I think, obviously, Uh, uh, because there's really not much else in california worth worth living in in my opinion but i i love the bay area which is why i live here uh despite the fact that uh there was just a report on on housing prices and like rent prices uh in the country and the ones that have gone up the most percentage number one is san francisco number two is oakland so it's it's getting extremely expensive to live here but uh but yeah, this is where I would live in California. Pacific Northwest. Wait, uh, don't I get a turn? Oh shit. Sorry. I I mean, sometimes I forget you exist. Uh <laughs> yeah, please go ahead.
1: I'd say I'd say Santa Barbara is where I'd live in California and then Which you did live in? Yeah. Uh, I loved it there. It was a great great area. Santa Barbara Ventura area. I kind of consider the same. People who live there don't, because people who live in Santa Barbara look down on Ventura, and people who live in Ventura look down on Santa Barbara. But I like both. And uh, if I it's didn't just live like there, being
0: close to Oprah, let's be uh, honest.
1: Who doesn't? And if I didn't live there, I San Francisco, the Bay Area. I I do like the Bay Area, and my one hundred millionth uh, choice would be L.A.
0: Really, you don't like L.A. that much, huh?
1: I, I like to visit. I don't. I wouldn't want to live there. And I like every. That's why I liked about Santa Barbara because I was close enough when stuff was going on. It was really cool. I could get down there really easily, but I didn't have to live with that traffic, that constant traffic. And yeah, I, I don't. I don't like. I wouldn't want to live there, but uh, I do like
0: to visit. The traffic is is a problem, and and I, I, I'm. Definitely a very big city person, so which is why I, I could be okay in L. A. Yeah,
1: but I don't think L. A. is a big city. L. Well, a. is a bunch of a bunch of small communities bound together by huge freeways. That's true. It's not, there's it's there's there's like no there you, there
0: like there, yeah. There's a downtown section that's like. Two skyscrapers, and then it's it's it is very spread out. But
1: and I mean, and and as a good note, I mean, I love the people that I know who live there. My friends there, they're all awesome. So I don't mean any insult towards them, but I just don't. I wouldn't want to live there.
0: Yeah, I I tolerate my friends that live there. I'll say that. I I I like that. Just that there's always a lot going on. Like you know, I I've got to go. I've got to live somewhere where I can go to a concert, and I don't have to worry about driving three hours to get to it because I'm so you know. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. in the middle of. And, and, you know, there's independent record stores and bookstores, and I just got to have that so I, I could live there. That's um, the good
1: thing about Santa Barbara. A lot of acts did go through there, and it was close enough to LA. And because the university is there, uh, a lot of stuff that would not exist in a, a, a similar small town somewhere else did exist there because the university has, you know, it brings in a lot of younger people and a lot of people who are more interested in the arts.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. College towns are, are their own things. Um, they're... and,
1: and, and on top of that, Santa Barbara had the kind of the rich people who made it in LA and they went the, the Santa Barbara film festival is wonderful because of that. So a lot of good films get brought up to that. And a lot of good speakers are there. So it's, it's a very vibrant place to live with a lot of stuff going on. And there's, there is a, uh, a, a very interesting, community there the the non-rich community like there's there's this great the fiesta is really neat lots of hippies there lots of uh immigrants live there it's a, yeah it's a neat, a neat city
0: yeah well i mean that yeah that's cool having uh having visited santa barbara i would say my number two choice is still la but <laughs> uh nothing against santa barbara i just but uh,
1: lots against me
0: uh, it, yeah it's it's mostly uh it's mostly antagonism towards you all right so uh pacific northwest not as familiar with it uh as as i'd like to be it's been a long time since i've been up there but i'm gonna say portland just because i think it's slightly more my style than seattle i
1: i yeah i i would choose seattle because but it is a tough choice. Portland is a very fun city, and there's lots of the Pals Books is there, and there's lots of great things going on there. But I like Seattle. Seattle kind of reminds me a lot of San Francisco. It's like a mini San Francisco in some ways. And But it also has lots of nature stuff that I like right nearby, like the Cascades National Park or whatever that's called is really neat. And uh, the,
0: you know I hate nature. so Yeah.
1: You'd rather just uh, put concrete over it. And the Mount St. Helens is nearby. So I would say Seattle
0: but I, I, I,
1: they are both great cities. Yeah. And I don't know. Since I think we're guess we're just including America. I would like to visit Vancouver to see if it's as awesome as everyone says it is.
0: Yeah. People love Vancouver. Um, I mean the Canadian
1: Vancouver, not the,
0: not, yeah, the, not the Washington. I uh, Washington. I, Damn it. whoa, I might be wrong. Is it not? Wait,
1: no, I think I was wrong. and I was punching myself.
0: Yeah. Uh, Toronto is supposed to be really awesome too. Um, yeah I, I i honestly i don't know i know uh a lot i have heard that uh seattle a lot of uh a lot of san franciscans move to seattle um so it's pro- and and you know seattleites kind of kind of hate that as that's just a that's a home team mentality i don't really get where people people hate people from other places you know there's the this whole alleged san francisco la rivalry which i don't get um I don't think in LA they even give a shit. But
1: no, it's yeah, it's one of those rivalries. I think the I I always find that funny when that happens when one city's like oh or not city but one entity is blah, rah 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 we hate you and the other one's like who?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which and LA has the right attitude in that in that uh, debate. I think um, because it's just dumb. Um, all right, so I think with Washington
1: uh, people are. Because it makes rents go higher, and they don't. Sometimes the people who move up there don't un- understand the culture, so they try, try to change the culture. And it, it's not San Francisco, but it's California people that move up there, is, is what Washington people are against. But they should just get used to it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody hates California for whatever reason. People think Californians are all dumb surfers or uh, want. They all, all have whatever starlets. stereotype they have in mind. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is. Which is funny because we've talked about a lot of California is is really conservative farmland and and shit. Lots of uh, lots of mountains and mountain people and stuff too. Um, mostly, yeah, mostly suburbs and and but whatever. I don't know. That's fine. Stay out of California. We got enough people. Um, all right. What's the next region? Midwest. That's M- pretty easy. I I Chicago. Chicago. I'd be, gotta yeah. be yeah.
1: I mean. I mean, I know uh, Detroit is supposed to be a really nice place to live right now, but I I don't know if I would want to live there.
0: Oh yeah, I mean economically, it's it's a uh, Garden of Eden. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm I'm sure Detroit is is nice. You know, they've got uh, some of the greatest music ever came from there. Uh, Paul Anka, Barry Manilow.
1: I did not know Paul Anka was from Detroit. That's interesting. Uh,
0: that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of explains everything about life. Um,
1: no, Chicago is... A one. I, I, I want to go back. It's been a long time since I was there. Was,
0: well, uh, we we went to Chicago together.
1: Yeah, well, that was a great... We should do it again. We should have a, a pop culture continuum convention there. The we should. That would be
0: awesome. Yeah, Chicago, home of Numero Records, one of my favorite reissue labels. Uh, a lot of great comedy in Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should go back to Chicago and just without all the other stupid people that were there that time. Well,
1: yeah, that <laughs> you know. goes without saying. It's a uh, beautiful city too. I I, I wish I. Uh, we did lots of fun stuff when we were there, but I, I I've heard from numerous people to take the architectural boat tour. It's supposed to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and then get a, uh, and then get a uh, bucket of shit dumped on you from uh, Dave Matthews tour bus.
1: I did not know that happened, but I'll. It did in,
0: in Chicago. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, definitely Chicago is. So that was kind
1: of uh, their attempt to make the people in the boat feel feel like what it's like to go to a Dave Matthews concert.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, you know that. How
1: many times was that joke
0: told? That was the physical equivalent of the audio of a Dave Matthews concert. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that joke was told. Uh, is is uh, Minneapolis considered Midwest? That'll be my number two.
1: I think it would be. I've never been there. I I, I don't know what if I'd want to live there. It gets I mean, Super it's like... Super cold. Yeah, and snow up to your your ankles. Oh, yeah,
0: although, I it, mean, Chicago is known as the Windy City. It gets cold, too. And, yeah, but it's a different kind of cold.
1: I mean, it's, it's cold true. and snowy, but Minnesota, it, there's always those stories about, like, you're snowed in for months, and it's just the way it is. Yeah. Chicago is just like a, a bad snowstorm, really cold the whole winter. It's just, it doesn't seem as, as harsh.
0: Yeah, although you also hear uh, stories in, like, the summer of people especially old people in chicago just keeling over because uh they don't have air conditioning or whatever Uh, chicago also um very segregated city is it yeah yeah extremely segregated uh although truth be told i find san francisco pretty segregated too uh
1: i thought san francisco was just pretty much all white and they moved everybody else out into the suburbs
0: you mean to oakland that's what yeah where where i am uh yeah, I I don't know. So there is that, but definitely Chicago for the Midwest. Um, I don't even there's not even any real competition.
1: No, there isn't. I mean, there's other places to visit. I mean, I'm sure Cleveland is nice to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. No, Chicago for sure.
0: Yeah, I I'm sure um, Cleveland is uh, horrific to visit, and I wouldn't want to visit there. How uh, else can you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Exhibit A on what what's horrific about it. Um, isn't the baseball hall of fame there too? No, idiot. Oh, okay.
1: That's in New York.
0: I thought it was in, oh yeah. Cooperstown. Cooperstown.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I love calling people an idiot for something so, so slight.
0: It was earned. I deserved it. Um, next, what the South was that one of them?
1: Uh, so, well, we, we, you go. I was northeast, southeast, whatever, whichever one you want to okay, do.
0: Okay, northeast. Uh, w- well, I mean, it's got to be New York City for me. Yeah,
1: I'd say Philadelphia. I enjoy Philadelphia.
0: I do love Philadelphia. Philadelphia be number two. I, I, I haven't been to Boston or DC. Um, but New York is. I mean, New York's fucking New York, man. There's a reason. It's, it's you know the capital city of the world, really. Um, yeah. And and. I love being there. A lot of people think it's too much. Um, for me, it's, I, I like being, uh, I like being excited and, you know, having my nerves graded all the time. I mean, I really do. I'm not trying to be sarcastic.
1: No, I like, I like New York and I like being there. I just don't know if I'd like to, to have to figure out how to live there. It just seems like too much of a puzzle. If, if I had, if, if that was easier, maybe that would be number 1 but you know figuring out how to pay rent and well, all yeah, that I mean, kind of stuff
0: obviously if i'm living in new york it's because i've got a shitload of money that's that's really the only way that's going to happen but uh, oh
1: with a shitload of money i'm on the moon
0: well you know the moon has its disadvantages too um, have you been to
1: the dark side debate I ha- over
0: i no, all right. I no, you're right. I haven't been to the dark side of the moon. Um, I have heard the album though, and there there's not much okay, to uh, recommend sucks, it yeah. from that. New York is better. Um, the moon. You know, how much cheese can you eat? You know, that's it. Sounds now, there's good, a question like I can answer all of it. That's how much no, all of it. No, but that's what you think. But you know, after after day 487 of eating nothing but cheese. You're you're getting a a, a little uh, hungry for some rice checks, you know? Not the corn checks because they're all over the place. No, you. I mean, that's that's basically what moon dust is made of. Um, but yeah, so okay, New York and Phil Philadelphia would be my number two choice. Do people hate it when uh, in Philadelphia when you call it Philly? No. Oh, okay. Well, You know how they hate it out here when you call it Frisco. Yeah, um, but
1: Frisco is such a odd abbreviation for San Francisco. How does Frisco come from that? Nobody minds San Fran, do they?
0: Uh, so yeah, people say San Fran. Not, nobody I mean, do, here,
1: but do people mind it? Like they hate Frisco though?
0: Not as bad as Frisco. nothing's as bad as Frisco. I
1: don't. Yeah. Think right here. Um, okay. What? Southeast. South. Well, so we still have Southeast and the middle Middle South.
0: All right, Middle South. That's easy. New Orleans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never been to any, it would be middle South is the toughest one for me because I've not been to the middle South, but I would have to choose between new Orleans. I've heard wonderful things in Austin, Austin,
0: Texas. Yeah. That would be one and two, but I love new Orleans so much. I mean, that's, that's my happy place. New Orleans. Um, I could, I could easily live there. I think they, they get everything right there. You know, they, I mean, except levees. except what levies. The X except levies, uh, the but and, and you know corruption in in uh, well, they gov- get that government. real right. they get that exactly well, how they do they get it. I mean they've per- they've perfected that they have made an art out of out of government corruption in New Orleans but uh, but I mean just the way they live it's it's all about music and food and drinking and hanging out with friends you know that's uh... and cemeteries they yeah i've i've heard good things i have to go there that's i'll, I'll go there right after I, chicago i
1: mean literally the day after i'll go to new orleans
0: we're planning a trip for uh october early october i think for new orleans um because viv hasn't been and uh i love the hell out of it so i'm looking forward to that yeah new orleans for the middle south um southeast is, is that one
1: that's the last one like, that might be the toughest. That,
0: that, yeah. I mean, just, I guess you have Atlanta.
1: Atlanta's me. supposed to be a really fun, nice city.
0: Yeah, I. It, it's Atlanta's supposed to be great, and I haven't been, so I. It's uh, it's hard for me to say. Um, I've in
1: heard, Nashville,
0: that, was that too far?
1: That'd still be southeast.
0: I think so. so. Uh,
1: Nashville and Memphis. Memphis is a really nice city. I've been there, and that's a lot of fun.
0: I've been to. I've been. Uh, I've been to Memphis too. I've been through Memphis, I should say. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's for me. I've heard good things about uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Oh, really? College town, um, mm-hmm. which might be more my my thing in the South. Although, oh, I... and
1: Charleston is a, is a great is a great little town. T- Charleston wouldn't be for you, but I have a friend who lived there. Uh, Pat, you met him. Uh... Yeah. He, he likes a lot and I visited and it's a really, it is a really a fun city, but it's, it's slow. It's a, it's a typical Southern slow town and it's a politically, it's way backwards. It's well, like much of the South, but it's, yeah, it's kind of terrible politically, but it's, it's a nice town. It's a beautiful town. It's an old town.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would have to say Atlanta just cause it's, it's a a big city um Mm -hmm. metropolitan area with with all kinds of shit going on uh number two i i think i would say um chapel hill even though i haven't been there either uh but nashville doesn't especially appeal to me even though it is it is also about music a lot of it um and, and Memphis is just... Memphis is a lot of... That seems like a very segregated segregated city to me, too.
1: Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I'm going to tell you right now why I like Memphis, because there's a hotel there where ducks live. And if I lived in Memphis, I would live in that hotel, so all my problems will be solved.
0: Wait, what do you mean ducks live there?
1: There's ducks... There's a fountain in the lobby where the ducks live, and then there's, like, somewhere upstairs where they sleep. So every day the ducks travel from the... From the fountain to the elevator, and take the elevator up to the roof.
0: Oh well, shit. Yeah, why would you live anywhere else? Exactly. No, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it makes up for the rest of Memphis, but that is pretty cool. Um, worst, worst state. Uh, when I was uh, in the army, I was driving from Alabama to Kansas, um, which is basically—I mean, you might as well say I was driving from purgatory to hell. Uh, the the worst. So wait, you're you're calling Alabama better than Kansas? Yeah, Alabama was was nicer than K- Kansas is just desolate. Uh, the South is at least pretty. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm.
1: the people Kansas are is very very desolate. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: pretty. people are polite to your face uh, mm-hmm. in in the South. Plus uh, your heart. Can't. Yeah. Kansas is just. I don't even know. I mean that isn't that where Westboro Baptist Church is? Oh yeah. Yeah, that it, which is not surprising to me having lived in Kansas. But the the absolute worst state I stopped in Arkansas, um, in just some like little shit fuck town and again, I know I've said it before, this is all anecdotal, uh, but when I was in the army, the absolute worst people and the stupidest people I met were from Arkansas. Um one guy, he was in basic training. I remember he was uh, all excited because he'd never seen black people outside of movies. And I was like, you don't have any black people in your town? And he said, no. I was like, well, why not, dude? He's like, I don't know. It might have to do with that effigy we have hanging in the center of town. Jeez. Yeah, no, this, and this was in the 90s. So there's no Is excuse. The rest of the
1: story, that man's name was Bill Clinton? <laughs> that,
0: that man's name was Ken Starr. Um, <laughs> but I stopped in, in some, uh, at some hotel in, in Arkansas and I go down to the bar and, uh, and first of all, this was such bullshit. I thought, I think it was like a holiday inn or something too. Um, she was like, uh, you have, you have to sign up for a membership to drink here. And I was like, what the fuck? I had to pay like, I don't know, five or $10. Right. And then I could drink and, uh, and the bartender was like. She, she was like, um, "That jukebox is free, though. You can go play anything you want on it." And uh, one of the dudes sitting next to me at the bar said, "Just make sure it isn't any of that nigger music." Jeez. I, I know. So I I went over to I. This is this is one of the proud moments of my life, which there are not many. But I went over to the jukebox, I put on a Whitney Houston song, and I walked out of the bar. Um, so
1: nicely, nicely done.
0: Yeah, my. Yeah, that I guess that was worth the ten dollar membership. Um, did
1: you walk out of the bar with your fist up?
0: <laughs> I did in the black power salute. Yes, I did. Um, anyway, not to impugn a whole state based on uh, a large number of idiots I've met from it, but uh, that would be that would be my least uh, favorite state to live in. I think Arkansas
1: uh, considers self-impugned.
0: So what's uh, so what do we have next? Uh, we did them all. Southwest? Oh, do we? Oh, okay. I don't think we. Did... Yeah,
1: I, I guess. I guess uh, Southwest would have been one I didn't. Yeah, let's do Southwest.
0: Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's, it all seems. Like I a I would do a uh, desert.
1: Yeah, I think. Oh, Phoenix is such a terrible town. I, I went to, when I was, when I was uh, moving west. I had I had a few states in mind and. and my friend's brother lived in Phoenix, so we went to visit, and I was like, oh, maybe we landed. I was like, oh, I love this place because it, the airport is surrounded by mountains, and it's beautiful. And then I got into the town, and it was just like suburb, suburb, suburb. And I was like, where's the city? You're in the city. And I was like, this is the worst. I can never. Uh, I hate it. I, so, yeah, Phoenix would not be one of my choices. I like New Mexico. though. New Mexico is beautiful. So maybe Albuquerque? Albuquerque? All right, yeah, Albuquerque. I'll say
0: Albuquerque, Albuquerque too. I, I hate Phoenix, too. I hate, Just like a bunch of. What I remember of it is a bunch of tire yards and I don't know. Yeah.
1: Phoenix is like L.A. with with none of the
0: good of L.A. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. It most certainly is. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that. I guess we finished that game up.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed that. I don't know if you did, but I oh, like that. Oh, that was fun.
0: Uh, every. <laughs> I don't know if people
1: ed- listening uh, they probably turned off by now. I would hope so they should always turn off about when we say hi this is I,
0: patrick ricardi well i know i'd say more around minute 23 because by that point you've listened enough to know that uh you're not going to be uh educated in any way
1: yeah minute 23 is when they say this is not for me and they hit stop
0: yeah if they're smart um which they're not because they made it to minute 23 and episode 15 uh yeah, that that no, that was a fun game. So so the rest of the cities we didn't name, uh, go fuck yourselves. You're 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 not worthy of really being called cities, or really places where decent people want to live.
1: Maybe we we could uh, make up a name for them like shitties.
0: Oh, that's a good one, Pat. I wish I would have thought of that. Thank you. Because it rhymes. That yeah. that that's what makes it so funny.
1: I thought it was because it was a pun.
0: Well, now, now you've gone above my my level of humor. Uh, rhyming I can go along with puns I, I don't get. I'm not, I you know that's that's a little above my head. Sorry. All right. Uh, well, this was a, an episode. It was indeed. So go watch uh, Freaks and Geeks. And uh, you can go suffer listen-
1: through DeGrassi Junior High
0: suffer through but kind of enjoy at the same time yeah uh, uh buy divine comedy cd yes uh divine comedy does our opening theme song uh, i'm sure he doesn't know about it but he does
1: uh <laughs> write us an email popculturecontinuum at gmail.com say hello yeah or like us on facebook
0: like us on facebook and say hello there um give go, us high ratings on
1: itunes do and it. write
0: a review And if you're a stranger, especially if
1: you're a stranger listening to this podcast, write us an email and say, I'm a stranger.
0: Yeah, because we're tired of getting, you know, I mean, we're tired of our friends just in general, but we're especially tired of getting emails from them. It's like, God, what else do I have to do? I've already, you know, I've already admitted you into my life. Now I got to read your bullshit. You know
1: what I get when I get an email from a friend, what I do? What? I delete it. Unread. Return to sender.
0: That's smart. You sh- yeah, I uh you should only read emails from people you don't know um, especially if they're offering you some kind of prize because
1: who doesn't love a prize? Yeah, but you, I'm you a could very be a winner. I I'm uh, filled with guilt, so right after I delete it, I write the person back a long email that has and nothing
0: I, to do with what they said because well, how you don't could know what be? they I said. I deleted it. Yeah.
1: But people love my long emails.
0: Yeah, and I mean it's it's especially great when they are writing to you about some tragedy in their life and, and you just write back uh, about like what you ate for dinner for the past week. Exactly. Who wants to talk about tragedy? Not me, brother, bro. Uh, bro. Yeah. So I guess that's it. So, uh, go listen to, uh, who's could do Zen arcade and grant art, grant heart, the argument, uh, if you want to be, you know, in the know for next week. And, uh, I think that'll do it. I agree. All right. So until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.